Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Trust and Believe. I'm your host, Sean T. And today we're going to enhance your ability to trust and believe in taking action on the things that you want. Now, before we get started, I just want to preface this by saying some of the things I might talk about may not necessarily refer to what's happening in your life, but I want you to connect it to something that's happening in your life. Because if you do what I'm asking you to do, you will take action just one step further to a place that you want to go in your life. I believe that a lot of people have all of these things that they want to do in their life. They talk about it. They feel good about it one second. And then the next second, they don't have that motivation. They don't have that inspiration to move forward. Well, today I'm going to help you get that motivation to move forward so you can not just talk about it, but you can be about it. Somebody say, hey, yeah. no, no, no. What's up? He's better than Oprah. Come on, y'all. This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, y'all. So I want to go back a couple weeks when I was in therapy and my therapist, who I absolutely love. And as we are going through this process of me trying to, to be quite honest, figure out what it is that I want to do in five to 10 years from now, we have just been kind of toying around with different ideas. And one of the questions that he asked me was, you know, what is it that you want to do? And while you're not in my therapy sessions, sometimes it's very contradictory because one week I want to do this and the next week I hate it. And then the next week after that, oh my gosh, that's what I want to do. And it's all so wild and crazy. But if you've been to therapy, you know, number one, that's what therapy is like. And number two, you're allowed to be like that in a free space. You're not in a space where people say, oh my gosh, you're so indecisive or you keep changing your mind. That's why therapy is amazing because you get to go through this maze or labyrinth of emotion and change and just, you know, kind of figuring out what it is that you want to do. If you ever play video games, you know, you get to a different board, it looks completely different, but you're still aiming to beat the game. And in this case, it's me figuring out, you know, what I, what it is that I want to do. So with that said, he asked me what it is that I want to do. And I'm here to tell you all that I never really thought about it this way, but 
I was like, you know, I think I really want to be a life coach. And so, you know, he was kind of like, okay, great. And he immediately said to me, well, you're going to have to do something bigger. You're going to have to go big. And the reason why he said that is because he knows my personality. He knows that I'm like, I have to be super excited, super engaged. I have to be super challenged when I'm really committed and focused on something. So with that said, you know, he was like, you know, so what is it that you want to do? And I told him, I said, you know, I don't want to be a therapist because I would have to go back to school for that. (laughs) But I would love to be the person that's waiting outside of people's therapy sessions, helping them take action on the thing that they just figured out in therapy. Now, let me explain. Like I just said, when you go to therapy, you're basically dumping all of this information out of your system, thinking about it more, focus more, talking about it out loud, telling somebody else. And what happens is you start to build on everything that you said before. And as you continue to build on everything that you said before, you start to release some internal revelations that you didn't even know were there. And then you start to say to yourself, oh my goodness, that's why I think that way or that's why I feel that way. And sometimes you remember something that happened to you as a kid and you're like, holy crap, I didn't know that that had that much of an impact on my life. And so as you're going through this process in therapy, you're talking, you're talking, you're talking, you're talking. What happens is you start to realize, even if it's something small, oh my goodness, this is what I want to do. For instance, let's just say you're in therapy because you're having trouble in your relationship and you realize that you're having trouble in your relationship because you have trust issues from something one of your parents did to you early on in your life. And now you have to go to your spouse who you have been acting out because of these trust issues and you've been blaming them for your trust issues, but you're not trusting them, right? So you've been going through this thing. And so now you're in a situation in your relationship where your spouse feels like you can't trust him or her, but it's really because you have your own trust issues. A lot of times that's what you figure out in therapy. And that's the thing that's like super crazy. You think like, oh my gosh, before you go to therapy, you think it's everyone else's fault. And then sometimes you go and you're like, holy shit, it's actually my fault. So anyway, you're in therapy and you're going through all this stuff. And then all of a sudden you say to yourself, I need to have that conversation with my spouse and I have to apologize to them for acting the way that I've been acting because I'm blaming them for being, you know, not trustworthy when really all of this is coming from something that stems from your past, something that happened with your parents, right? So you get this incredible amount of courage when you're in therapy, when you have these revelations, you're like, oh my goodness, I'm totally going to go home and I'm totally going to talk to my husband. But the minute you get up from your therapy session and you walk outside, life becomes real again. And when life becomes real again, those same fears start to kind of just resurface. And you're like, Well, I can talk to my husband today, but maybe I'll talk to them tomorrow or maybe I'll wait till the weekend. And so then you start pushing off that action that you wanted to take 
so that you can make your life better. As you put all these things off and you push off that conversation, you're like, oh my gosh, like, what am I going to do? And then you just get into this rut where you find yourself in therapy next week. And then your therapist might wait for you to say, well, I didn't get a chance to talk to my husband. And then you have to go into, well, why didn't you talk to him? And then it becomes about fear. And so what happens is there's kind of like this snowball effect or like what I like to say, a sandwich effect of things that happen when you don't take action on the things that you could have taken action on before when it comes to therapy. So once you find that base level, that foundational thing that you want to do or work on, if you don't take action on it, the next week something else piles on and then something else piles on and then something else piles on and then something else piles on until you have this sandwich of stuff. And so I said to my therapist, I want to be the person that Literally, once you get that one ingredient in the sandwich, I want you to take action on it so the sandwich doesn't pile up too much. So I was like, I want to be the person that's waiting outside the door. You're going to call your husband right now and be like, hey, can we meet at the park? And your husband or spouse or whatever is going to be like, wait, what do you mean? Can we meet at the park? Meet at the park. I'm going to have a picnic. You know, I have something that I want to talk to you about. And... Hopefully, you'll be really happy after I finish talking to you about this. So not only are you able to start to take action, but you're communicating in a way that the person who you need to talk to is feeling like, oh, wow, like this is going to be good. And then you just have that initial conversation. And then I want to be able to get that person to that conversation sooner than waiting two, three, four days and sometimes a month to have this conversation because My idea of living your best life and having clarity in your life is taking action on your life. Why keep burying things underneath the surface when you can actually take action on them right now? And when you take action on them right now, while sometimes it might be really, really tough, it might be so tough to have that conversation, so tough to look in the mirror and admit to yourself that one thing that you've been hiding... But once you start the process and you get the ball rolling of doing that, what happens is you just become so much freer. There's such a thin line between action and no action or no action and action. It's so tiny, y'all. It's like I use conversations with spouses the most or friends the most because that's the thing that a lot of people can like kind of attached to it's like I have something to say to somebody and it's like oh man like if I just say it then we can have the conversation start to work it out but I'm not going to say it I'm not going to say it I'm not going to say it and then what happens is when you don't face those issues let's get out of a conversation with a spouse or a friend but just talk about going back to your therapy session if you start to think of things in therapy that you know you want to do and you know you have to take action on but you're just like oh I'll do it later I do it later, then you have all of this stuff that you have to just, it's kind of like that sandwich effect. You have all of these things that you have to dig and dig and dig and dig when you can literally dig out of that space or at least start the process of digging out of that space almost immediately. And I think that's the thing that's a people don't really attach to is almost immediately you can start to make change in your life by taking action and not being non-reactive, right? Or non-responsive, because I believe that reaction and responses are two different things. 
Now, why do I want to do this? Why is this really important to me? Well, I will tell you something. I'm going to tell you a story, and this story is so fantastic. So I just got finished reading a book called Cafe on the Edge of the World. If you have not read this book, I truly recommend that you finish this podcast and go get this book. It is absolutely insanely amazing when it comes to figuring out what it is that you want to do with your life. And in this book, they talk about your PFE, which is your purpose for existing. Now, if I ask you that right now, you'd be like, a lot of people say, well, I don't know what my purpose for existing is. Well, this book will help you at least get the ball rolling on your purpose for existing. But one of the things that I found to be really great was this one story that they told in the book. And it was about the businessman and the fisherman. The businessman went to the fisherman and was like, you know, hey, you know, I want to see what you do all day. And the fisherman was like, listen, I get up, I spend time with my wife, I go fishing, I catch a couple of fish, I come back, I cook, I spend time with my family. Like he just had this life of abundance and he was just living and just living his joyful life because he woke up and did what he wanted to do every single day. And so the businessman, of course, I'm going to say businesswoman too, but the business person had the question of like, oh, well, how many fish are you catching? And the, and the fisherman was like, yeah, I catch a lot of fish. Then the business person is like, okay, well, you can catch the fish and then you can sell the fish. And then if you catch so many fish, especially if there's so many fish in this body of water, then you can basically franchise all these places and then you can, you know, you can make a lot of money. And so the fisherman is like, yeah, that just seems like a lot. Like that's a lot going on. And so the business person is like, yeah. And then once you do that, you can sell so many fish and you can have all this. And you can make all this money and then you can just sit back and do what you want to do with your life every single day. The fisherman's like, I'm already doing that. Like, what are you talking about? So you want me to work for the next 20 years to build this life so that I can get to where I'm already at? Like, I'm living a life of abundance already. And so the lesson in that story was basically for me, you, us, the reader, to just try to figure out what is my purpose for existing right now so that I can currently have a life of abundance, right? Why am I waiting? Do you like your job? You know, is this, if you don't, you literally need to not, I mean, yeah, it's easy to say quit your job and go to do something else. But if you don't like your job, it's time for you to start making a process to do something that you do want to do or that you absolutely do love. Like I work with, I have a great team. They're amazing. I personally, I have uh, one person that worked, has been working with us for <laughs> A long time, probably almost as long as me and Scott's been married. And, you know, we have some other people that's been working less time. While I kind of know their dreams and aspirations, at the same time, for me, I'm like, there's going to be at some point a personal growth spurt that they may or may not want to do, but they may want to do to like take their life to the next level of who they are. And so for me, while they're working for me and working for my company, I'm like, okay, I want you to have a good time. So what I did with my company is I'm like, okay, every quarter, everybody gets a self-care weekend. I actually don't really like myself working eight hours a day. And I know that 
my team works really hard, but you know, I'm like, we have one person that works remotely. The people who are here, I'm like, don't be in the office for more than four hours because do you have, do you want to go to the gym? Go to the gym. Do you need to go to the doctor, physical therapy? You want to go on a little vacation? I barely, I don't, I don't think I ever say no because for me is I want you to have a life of abundance and clarity so that you don't continue to pack on the sandwich, right? You can always find a way, even if it's something that you do want to do that changes your life. I still want you to constantly have some sort of clarity in what it is you want to do. And my philosophy on taking action in your life is freedom. If you don't have freedom in your life, if you don't feel free to either talk to the people you need to talk to, to be free to go after what it is that you want to go after, to literally wake up and feel like you're breathing instead of waking up and feeling like you're stuck. If you're going through that right now, we need to find a way for you to take action. We, you need to find a way for you to take action. You need to find what it is. I'm not even going to say each and every day. Maybe it's monthly. Maybe it's quarterly. That's why I give a little quarterly thing. But maybe it's quarterly to say, you know, I need to focus on what it is that I, that I want. I do believe that what you can do to take action a little better in your life is to constantly be mentally focused on finding that freedom, taking that action, taking one step further. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I could probably be in fitness for a really long time. I could probably just do fitness and not do it. I could probably not have a podcast. I could probably not have an apparel line. I could probably not go speaking on stage. I could probably just do fitness and I would be completely fine. Does just doing fitness fulfill me? Absolutely not. I have created a life for me that I can do my fitness, which is, you know, obviously a big part of my career. I can spend time with my family. But the reason why I continue to progress forward is because I'm constantly taking action. And so in therapy for me right now, it's just that I'm taking action on what it is that I want to do three, five, seven, nine, ten years from now so that I am constantly building on or living in this space like the fisherman of retirement, right? A lot of people think that when people retire, they're just going to sit on the couch. No, when people retire, they want to travel. They want to do fun things. They want to have fun. They want to love their life, right? So anyway, this is what I, I, I told my therapist. I'm like, this is what I want to do. I want to help people love their life. And I believe that the way you're going to be able to love your life is to constantly take action on the things that you want, feel, or you need to do so that you can constantly have that incredibly free space in your head. I just remember going to therapy. I'm on my third therapist. And I just remember each and every time, except for this time, it was such a long process to get where it is that I want to be. 
And those processes were necessary. Those long processes were necessary because I was working through some shit. But one of the things that I wish that I would have had along the way when I was working through those processes is just a guidebook or somebody saying, okay, you left therapy, go take action on what it is that you want. Not leave therapy and be like, thank God that's over or not leave therapy and, you know, stress about what it is that you want to do instead of taking action, even if it's mentally on the things that you really feel like you should do so that you can be better and feel better. And in a way, I don't want to say like live longer, but people say time flies when you're having fun. But I believe that even if time is flying by when you're having fun, at least you're having fun. I'd rather time fly by because I'm having fun than go slow because I'm feeling low. And I'm going to say that again. I would rather my life fly by because I'm having fun instead of my life going and moving slow because I'm constantly feeling low. I'll tell you something else that therapy has done for me. And have you ever been in your car or at a party or on vacation or maybe it's in the middle of sex? Who knows? And you just get this overwhelming feeling of joy and you're saying to yourself, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. Like, I'm so happy. I was driving in the car uh, yesterday. I was coming back from the gym because I'd be on my little treadmill or whatever. And I, which I used to hate walking on the treadmill, but now, listen, I'll be on that treadmill and I'm like, give me all the gospel music on a Sunday. Put that on an eight degree incline at four miles an hour and I'm having a lit ass time. But anyway, I got my car and I was driving home and I just felt happy and I was singing and I was joyful. And then it reminded me of a time where I did not feel that way and time was moving slowly. And I'm in a completely different place in my life. And it's literally because I make time to work on me in therapy and I take time and make time to take action take action. It could be so tiny. It could be the smallest thing. It could be journaling. You know, you can have journaling. It could be reading. At the end of the day, I want you to take action. And like the fisherman and the business person's story, the way you're going to feel like you're in a quote unquote retired space and enjoying your life is if you find a way to do what you love. Find a way to do what you love. Now, some people might say, oh, you know, that's really easy for you to say. But I also say that even though I was showing up to a job that I didn't necessarily love, I found something that I loved inside of it. When I worked in corporate health, I hated going into like all corporate health centers, at least when I was younger, they had some windows out in the in the facility, but you know, the offices were dark and gloomy. And so I'm like, what can I do that I love here? And it was teaching classes and creating health promotion programs. And I was just like, okay, because I'm going here, I have to focus on doing what I love. I have to focus on doing what I love. And in those moments that I wasn't liking the big picture, I was finding moments to do things that I loved, right? So one of the things with therapy, you know, try to take action immediately when you get out of therapy. If you go to therapy, 
try it right away. Try to do one thing that leads you in the direction of greatness and happiness. If you're in your job, try to find something within your job. If you can't quit or leave or retire or find an exit strategy, is it nothing to do with your job? And you're like, oh, I can put a little the, a luncheon on for my my teammates. I might hate the job and there might be some people that I don't like here, but I'm really good at creating social events because that's going to give you that boost, right? So find something within your life every day that you can take action on to make yourself happy. Find something that you love within the space of what you're doing that you can continue to do until you find a way to move forward and find an exit strategy. Because an exit strategy, I'm going to finish with this because exit strategy can be a, a longer topic. But finding an exit strategy is taking action. A lot of people feel like if they quit or if they feel like this marriage isn't right for them for multiple reasons or whatever the case may be, we immediately look at it as a negative thing and really is not is what it is that you want to do because you want to have and live and feel a life of abundance and joy. And so I really want you to really focus on, you know what? If I'm going to do this, I want to find a way to have an exit strategy so that I don't feel like I'm quitting. I don't feel like I'm giving up. Basically, what's happening is I am building momentum. I am building skills. I am building my own internal process of how to move forward while taking the things that I'm good at and that I've learned. Because an exit strategy is different. Quitting is like, and hey, sometimes you just need to quit. You're like, I quit. Peace out. You know what I mean? And that's just like, you leave it behind. You leave everything on your desk. You take your keys. You don't care about closing down the computer. You're like, pack your bags, your shit, and leave. Peace out. You know? But an exit strategy is, okay, I have respect for this place. I wasn't abused in this place. I just want to move forward. And you find a way to take everything that you learn and all the relationships that you've built and you basically create a box of joyful moments and a box of learning. And as you move forward to the next thing that you're going to do, you feel less like you quit and more like you built and learned as you move forward. And that's why I have a tattoo that says always forward. It's a great way to feel like you moved forward without feeling guilty about it. While I won't let my children quit things, like Sandra didn't want to play soccer after we started, we say, listen, you have to finish out the season because we don't quit. You have to go to every game because we don't want you to quit. And you should hear them talk now. If one of them wants to quit, the other one says, nope, you got to keep trying. You got to keep trying. Even if you don't want to do it again, I'm like, you just got to finish this and go. But there are some times where the space is less than positive, I should say, and you have to quit and be out. But Creating an exit strategy is a great way to be able to continue to take action as you continue to move forward, always forward. I just want you guys to really think about everything we spoke about today because I believe that you truly, truly, truly can live a life of abundance if you take action on things. Like I said, it could be daily, it could be weekly, it could be monthly, it can be quarterly. But if you continue to do that and you continue to do what you love each and every day, 
you will find just a little bit of joy. Again, thank you all for listening. I hope you continue to trust and believe in who you are. Please leave a review for the podcast. Oh my gosh. And thank you all so much for listening. Thank you to all the sponsors. I do like to say that because we do obviously have ads on podcasts, I would love to know if you guys have, you know, gotten something or, you know, has your life been enhanced by one of the products that you've gotten through Trust and Believe? Only because, you know, I want to know. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I hope you just have a great rest of your day trying to take action on what it is that you want. And like I said before, continue to trust and believe in who you are. 